Please be aware, the stories, theories, reenactments, and language in this podcast are of an adult nature and can be considered disturbing, frightening, and even in some cases, offensive. Listener discretion is therefore advised. Welcome, heathens. Welcome to the world of the weird and unexplained. I am your host, Nicole Delacroix, and together we will be investigating stories about the things that go bump in the night. Monsters lurking under your bed or deep in the forest. That unknown creature lurking just out of sight. And frighteningly imagined creatures, ghosts, supernatural beings, and even some unsolved mysteries. So, sit back, grab your favorite drink, and prepare to be transported to today's Dark Enigma. And on today's Dark Enigma, well, we're going to forego all the crazy BS that is going on in the world today and focus on something that we can really your spirit, reach out to the spaghetti monster in the sky that you pray to, whatever you do as far as religion Please say a small little prayer for the people in this world that are being uprooted and moved out of Afghanistan. That's all I'm going to say about it. All right. So with all that said, we will still be playing our drinking game. And as you know, the drinking game is only for those of us that are at home and have nowhere else to go tonight. The choice of libation is yours, my darlings. So choose your poison accordingly. All right, now for the game part. How about every time I say UFO, that's going to be a single shot. And every time I say attack, that will be a double shot. All right, now we've got the business in out of the way. We can jump headfirst into today's dark enigma. So put on your tinfoil hats and grab your lightsabers. We might need them. As we check out the sinister skies and strange cases of when UFOs attack. And just a little note, I'm going to have some links somewhere in there so you can look at some of these. So go check them out. All right. Stories of alien invasion have been a staple of science fiction for, well, forever. And the idea that advanced civilizations would come across the vast sea of stars to our world simply to wage war with advanced weaponry beyond our imagination has well enthralled generations. Yet, could this ever happen for real? Well, if some bizarre accounts from around the globe are to be believed, it already has. At least to some extent, suggest that aliens are not just here, but that they're not necessarily friendly either. Here today, we're going to be looking at some harrowing reports. And like I said, there's going to be some footage for you to see of UFOs attacking and even killing. And show that perhaps the idea of an alien invasion and UFO attacks have stepped out from behind the confines of pure fiction and speculation into reality. In 1977, an investigation known as Operation Saucer was launched to look into a series of incidents reported from the Brazilian city of Colares. 
Locals of the area claimed that there were numerous instances of bright objects of varying size and colors that were buzzing low over the tops of trees and shooting beams of bright light upon helpless people on the ground. These beams of light were reported to inflict a good amount of damage on those on the receiving end, including puncture marks, burns, and lesions. And those who claimed to have been struck by the mysterious weapons reported that being hit by the light felt like a heavy weight roughly pushed against their chest. The beams of light were described as being around 7 or 8 centimeters in diameter and pure white in color. And it was said that when they hit, the victims would try to scream but that no sound would come out. The beams were described as feeling very intensely hot, like a cigarette being pressed into your flesh. Many of the victims of these light beam attacks were said to experience intense reddening of the skin akin to radiation injuries and were said to lose their hair and exhibit an increasing blackening of the skin over time. Which, by the way, if you haven't known, that's what radiation sickness does to you. Ew, right? These rampaging flying saucers were known to the locals as the Chupa Chupa. Or, and yeah, you're going to love this, sucker sucker. (laughs) And of course, panic began to mount, with many people moving away from the area altogether in order to escape the otherworldly onslaught. In some cases, the occupants of the UFOs were actually seen, and they were described as being diminutive creatures around three to four feet in height. The Brazilian Air Force was called in to investigate just what was going on, and thus Operation Saucer was instigated. The investigation would allegedly culminate in a 2,000-page report featuring eyewitness testimony, around 500 photographs, and 16 hours of footage purportedly documenting the phenomena. Over the course of the investigation, it is claimed that several military personnel had nervous breakdowns or displayed a variety of mental issues. The whole investigation was apparently kept super top secret until some pages were accidentally released in 2004. Despite all of this, the military was hesitant to attribute the phenomena to aliens or even UFOs, leading to a large amount of speculation. Some seem to think that this was a case of an area being used as a test ground for experimental aircraft, but others remain adamant that it was indeed aliens or some other non-human entities. One of the doctors who examined many of the patients suffering from the alien attacks, a Dr. Carvajal, sorry, Carvalho, yeah, Carvalho, say that five times fast, anyways. Dr. Carvalho later claimed that she had been strongly encouraged by officials to downplay the injuries and chalk it all up to hallucinations. She even claims that she saw one of the UFOs herself, describing it as being a bright cone-shaped or cylindrical object. It would later become apparent from accounts by none other than Captain Yorange Bolivar Sores Nogriera de Holanda Lima, 
Whew, that's a name. The commander for the whole operation, that many of the men on the case had gone insane or been overcome with a thick, uncontrollable fear. He also revealed that some eyewitness reported coming face to face with these beings, which wore some form of protective clothing and shot colored beams. There were many reports that also spoke of UFOs emerging from the depths of the sea during the time, perhaps suggesting that they were based underwater. Dum, dum, dum. Okay. Captain Hollanda would allegedly be found dead in his home under mysterious circumstances not long after making these claims. So, was Brazil the scene of an attack from another world? And what is going on there? Other than the sheer movie-like quality of the whole thing, some elements seem rather odd, such as the fact that it seems strange that if these attacks were indeed the result of advanced technology, that they should only burn the skin or cause other non-life-threatening injuries. But why wouldn't such advanced weaponry do, well, more damage? Nevertheless, just what was really going on there will probably remain a mystery. But again, there's links for you to see for yourself. All right. Another incredible purported series of UFO attacks was reported in various news sources and on radio broadcast in 2002 from a small rural area near Lucknow, India. The news was sensational to say the least, seemingly of a tabloid variety, although it was covered in reputable news outlets. One newspaper called the Victoria Advocate published a rather dramatic headline on August 13, 2002, with a headline that read, UFOs are attacking and causing unrest in India accompanied by a photo of a man who had sustained severe facial injuries. It sums up nicely the amazing bizarreness of the whole incident nicely, and it's a very strange tale to be sure. At around the end of July of 2002, a massive influx of UFO sightings began to pour in from villagers in the rural area of Lucknow. The sightings seem to describe two distinct types of UFOs. Smaller craft shaped like balls or discs, which darted about and had flashing lights, and a massive, slow-moving, insect-shaped craft. The big one was reportedly so enormous that it could be seen by villagers as far as 50 miles away. It was surmised by UFO enthusiasts at the time that this large craft was perhaps the mothership from which the smaller ones emerged. These sightings continued for a few days, causing a bit of panic but not much incident. And then the attacks began. According to reports, the smaller craft began shooting laser-like beams at people, which usually struck the face to leave nasty burns, earning the UFOs the nickname Munachwa, or face burner, although other parts of the body were targeted as well. In one case, a man by the name of Ramji Paul was allegedly struck in the stomach by such a beam and reportedly died several days later from his injuries. And in another case, a woman sustained serious burns to her forearms. In addition to the attacks, 
20 people purportedly mysteriously vanished without a trace in the vicinity and apparently have never been heard from since. In total, seven people reportedly died in these attacks, and the situation got so severe that throngs of frightened villagers gathered in front of police stations demanding that something be done. Of course, the authorities were skeptical, and even when shown injuries from the alleged attacks and photos and video footage of the ominous craft, they weren't convinced. Villagers ended up organizing squads of armed men to patrol the area after dark on the lookout for marauding UFOs. There were apparently quite a few videos taken of the craft, including one taken by a district judge that shows the enormous insect-shaped mothership. So what's going on there? Is this all just hoaxers and mass hysteria? Or was there some sinister alien force at work there as well? Well, I'll tell you this much, there's a link so you can judge for yourself. Tell me what you think. It's hard to tell if some of these surreal reports are hoaxes or not, although many of these sorts of videos most certainly are. And I'm going to admit it that, you know, I've watched a couple of these and went, yeah, that's a scam. Yeah, that's just crap. In fact, the one from Fort Worth that we haven't gotten to yet, I'm pretty sure that was Transformers exploding. Not the Transformers from space, you know, like Optimus Prime, but, you know, electrical Transformers. Anyways, in the Middle East, there have been numerous reports of UFOs allegedly attacking and destroying bases of both the Taliban and ISIS in recent days, with various videos presented as evidence. One piece of footage that made heavy rounds on the internet is a video purportedly showing a somewhat disc-shaped craft hovering over a Taliban camp before completely obliterating it with some sort of laser weapon. Although it's a very exciting and rather ominous video with a very gritty and realistic feel to it, it's almost certainly fake. However, there are many other such videos that seem to suggest a strong and very aggressive UFO presence in the region, including another one showing a UFO attacking an ISIS stronghold, again, which is most probably fake, but it's very intriguing nonetheless. In another apparent Middle East UFO attack, a large comet-like object was seen streaking across the sky in southeastern Sanlurfa province in Turkey, near an ISIS base. The object then suddenly explodes into a bright flash of light and rain of debris. Although authorities later claimed that no debris could be found in the vicinity and made a statement that it was a quote-unquote natural phenomena. The whole incident was captured on a CCTV camera, and it's unclear if this was just a comet, a UFO crash, or an attack of some kind. There are actually a surprising amount of such pieces of footage floating around, allegedly showing UFOs attacking the Taliban and ISIS, and it's sometimes difficult to ascertain the authenticity of such footage. About the Middle East UFO attack videos, former British Ministry of Defense employee Nick Pope stated, and I quote, and by the way, I love you, Nick. On the basis of my government work on UFOs, I remain open-minded about the possibilities. But when the UFO community gets excited about videos like this, they do themselves no favors, end quote. And that is exactly why I love Nick Pope, because he's awesome. 
Regardless of skepticism, there are many who feel some of these strange videos are the real deal, and they have been hotly debated. Some feel like they are straight-out fake, with CGI merely cleverly superimposed over actual war footage. Others say that they show natural phenomena, and others still think they may be top-secret man-made aircraft in action. Then, there are those who believe these videos show the real deal. Aliens attacking the Taliban and ISIS. Yeah, are UFOs in the Middle East on some sort of attack mission? Well, if that's true, then what would be their motives for such a thing? And why would they be targeting just these groups? Dom, dom, dom. Who knows? Such alleged UFO attacks are not confined to exotic faraway lands, and there have been a few incidents in recent years that seem to be attacks of some sort that have occurred in the United States as well. Perhaps the story that has gotten the most exposure recently was the failed launch of the SpaceX Falcon 9 on September 1st of 2016, in which the rocket inexplicably exploded shortly before takeoff. Not long after the disaster, video footage that seems to show two bright lights passing by in the background shortly before the upper part of the rocket bursts into flames. This footage has made heavy rain. Debate has, rained, has raged ever since between those who think these UFOs caused the incident in some sort of an attack and those who think the footage merely shows birds or some other mundane objects. In the meantime... SpaceX has been trying to get to the bottom of what really happened, and we still don't have an answer. In another incident in the U.S. in 2011, strange footage emerged from a Fort Worth military base in Texas. Hundreds of people allegedly witnessed a series of strange lights before a sequence of awe reported that shortly before the explosions, they could see the bright lights diving over the base in what seemed like some sort of bombing run. The objects were claimed to make no sound at all before the brightly colored explosions erupted in a massive light show that lit up the night and could be seen from miles away. During the eerie explosions, the mysterious bright lights were said to hover in the sky directly above. The explosions went on for around 30 minutes and knocked out the power grid, causing massive blackouts throughout the city. In video footage of the event, the strange diving lights reported by witnesses are shown right before the explosions and hovering in the sky during the event, which prompted speculation that it was some kind of alien attack. The official statement was that the explosions were caused when lightning struck some electrical transformers, creating a power surge that caused them to spontaneously and spectacularly explode. And honestly, I've seen this video, I've watched it a couple of times, and the first time I saw it, I said, those are electrical transformers, because I've seen them up close and I've seen them explode. And I'm sorry, but you know what? It's pretty cool footage, but it is electrical transformers. But I included it in the list so that you guys could see that I'm showing both sides of it. This theory has been shot down by those who feel that a UFO attack did indeed occur, with one such vocal internet user saying, Transformers do not continue to blow up one after another for 30 minutes. Doesn't anyone see what's going on here? Osama's dead. Cue the alien invasion. End quote. I'm just going to say, first off, if anybody has ever worked for the electrical company, 
Yeah, they do tend to overload, and yeah, it can take some time before it goes down the line, but as they explode, yes, it can take up to 30 minutes, depends on how many you have and how they're overloading. Anybody with any electrical training will know that. But it is unclear just exactly what's going on here, but the footage itself, whether it shows a real UFO attack or not, is certainly impressive for the sheer awe-inspiring sight of the multicolored explosions themselves. The UFO phenomenon has taken many shapes and forms over the years and features some very dramatic accounts of all types. However, perhaps the ones that are most unnerving are those that suggest that these entities are perhaps at times hostile and do not come with our best interests in mind. So, is this all just hysteria, wild imagination, and hoaxes? Or is there any reality at all behind these reports? And if so, what do these mysterious agents want and why have they targeted us? Whether any of this has any basis in reality or not, it's interesting to speculate on and a dark peek into what we might expect if real UFOs were to ever lurch forth from mere sightings of anomalous lights in the sky to the sinister possibility of aggressive actions or even warfare, to step out from the fringe and from science fiction to launch into the real world. And with that, my darlings we've come to the end of the episode and I thank you for joining me here today because you know as I always say it's always aliens (laughs) I hope you'll take some time to reach out to me and share your thoughts and check out the links because like I said some of them are pretty cool some of them are interesting and I'd love to know what you guys think you can always reach me and the show at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a suggestion for a future show, you just want to tell me what you think, you're bored and you need somebody to talk to, drop me a line because I do reply to every single email. And before I go for the evening, if anybody out there knows how to fix a website, shoot me an email. I need help. On that note, <laughs> that's all the time I have for you. Thank you for joining me here on Renegade Talk Radio. And you got it. Don't forget to tune in next time, my darlings. See you, my heathens. I love you. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.